Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Happy November 1st. Halloween is over, but spooky season is year long. I'm working on that quote. It's not great, but I'm working on it. Uh, well, I, uh, uh, hmm. Well, well I, guess- I seem to catch you off guard, so it is something, right? <laughs> what about this? Are you ready? I don't think you're ready because I haven't even told I'm, you what's happening yet. I'm certainly not. Pass. The cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Ooh. The turkey looks great thank you for loving me thank you for 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 being there <laughs> everyone's thanking the whole world's thanking you for thanking us for thanking you kill the turkey, kill the turkey. <laughs> okay everybody at cast is like we don't know why that happened i think our computers are broken and the audio just shut down also if this is your very first episode of us oh god welcome uh okay well we got Damn, that I, not, I can't believe i just wasn't even like prepared for that and of course we're recording this one over zoom for the first time in a long time so it's nice so and like, lagged <laughs> Ooh, beautiful stuff it is i'm sure um happy november we are in uh there's i guess cranberry sauce coming up yeah happy turkey month i guess or happy potato yeah. month for the for the vegans out there yeah that, yeah yeah that's uh that's me vegetarian over here don't kill the turkey i guess is my Mashed moral of my story. okay Mashed so anyway welcome to yet another round of uh spookiness because even though it is now turkey slash potato season it is still spooky season to us because halloween hasn't even happened when we recorded this Mm-hmm. And uh, you're still getting this the day after Halloween. So hopefully you're still in, in the mood for some spooks. And Yeah, e- I hope so. Eva promised that this one is going to be uh, spooktacular. Yeah, we got some texts from Eva being like, oh, I wonder, do you guys have a theme in mind? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, maybe I came up with one, but I don't remember. And then she, within like a half hour, was like, oh, dear, I have stumbled <laughs> upon a theme and I'm not going to sleep tonight. And then today was basically like, this is really frightening. And last night I woke up exactly 3 a.m. and my phone was flashing and my cats were nowhere to be found. And I'm like, 
oh my God. And then of course I looked at some of the subjects and went, oh dear, this is one of my worst fears. So anyway, this is going to be a freaky one, I think. I like um, how she went from, do you have a theme to never mind, I have it for you. Yeah. I think now she's just being polite. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not like an actual ask. It's like, um, I'm going to override anything you say anyway, which yep. is fair yep. and allowed <laughs> and preferred and preferred. So uh, thank you, Eva, for finding the theme. And also sorry that you had to read these and then wake up at 3 a.m. in the middle of the night to nothing Oops. in your home. And we actually didn't. We, so just to be clear, if this is your first episode, we haven't read them yet. So we're about to read them to each other and hear them for the first time. Yes, and if you would like to submit your personal true crime slash paranormal stories uh, for them to be potentially selected by Eva herself, then you can submit them to and that's why we drink.com and we have a little submissions section. We also have a section there for story suggestions. I like to always throw that out at the same time. So uh, if you have anything you'd like to throw our way, you can all you can do it all through the website. That's right. Okay. So here is our first November <laughs> story. Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is from Noelle. Uh, Oh, that's fitting. Almost. Almost. Next month. (laughs) You Uh, missed it by a month. (laughs) Noelle's uh, subject line is almost maybe Christine's favorite story topic and worst nightmare. Okay. Great. I don't know. So Noelle is not new to this uh, podcast. Noelle knows you a little too well. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Noelle says, Dear M, Christine, Eva, Geo, Juniper, Lemon, and company... Hello. Uh, I've been, I've actually been promising you this story for over two years now at personal meet and greets, and I'm finally ready to tell my tale. Oh my goodness. It's about time. So buckle up and Eva, please give this to M to read. Oh, well. Oh. Eva. Okay. So at least one of the things you've requested has happened already. Um, I trust their steady voice. Oh my goodness. I like that oh. that suggests that Christine has like an yeah. off the fucking charts voice. Like I'm, uh, I'm not just gonna not <laughs> even acknowledge that. Okay. You're squawking. No, no, no. Woof. Uh, okay. I trust their steady voice. Okay. So that means I have to get into character. To give yeah, it like no pressure. I'm geez. To give it the drama it deserves. And I'm dying to hear Christine's reaction in real time. Okay. So there you are. My squawking. You're squawking. So you go. Wah! Okay. Okay, that is way more you than me, but I'll try. <laughs> I'm definitely, you're definitely more of the midpoint and I'm the, like the. You're the two extremes. My voice sure. is a Gemini at the same. Yeah, that's right. Either I'm freaking the fuck out or I'm like too chilled. Okay. Anyways, here's my story with what I can only describe as the black eyed kids. Yep. That's what I was afraid of. In college, a large group of us rented a cabin in Tahoe and I needed to bring my two-year-old son with me. A couple of things relevant to the story. One, he was adorable and tiny, just over two years old, with bouncing curly locks and past his sh- all the way past his shoulders, and was small enough that he was still in diapers. Okay, got it. So you like have the Gerber baby. Got it. Um, <laughs> two, I'm a very light sleeper, especially when he was this young, and my- all my parent instincts were on high alert and attuned with him. He couldn't rustle without me sensing it, waking up, assessing the situation, and going back to sleep. Three, we went in December, so I bought, f- so all I bought brought for him was this snow outfit, sweatpants, and rubber-soled footy pajamas. All things with distinct legs and thus legged silhouettes. I don't like what that's foreshadowing. Um, and number four, this was my first time, quote, out on the town as a single mom, and I, as such, was not drinking this weekend. Okay. 
We got to the cabin on Friday afternoon and something felt a bit unsettling. We shrugged it off and the garbage hadn't been emptied outside. It didn't look as nice as the pictures. Maybe we were just being snobby. Uh, We cleaned up and went uh, about our evening. We stayed up late into the night around 1.30 or 2 in the morning. And I went to bed and had a hard time falling asleep despite being incredibly tired. I just couldn't shake this nauseous feeling. So when I thought I woke up... uh, I was feeling like I was hung over and confused and I assumed it was a lack of sleep, but it was not. The sunlight was streaming into the room and I looked over at my son next to me, so pleased that he slept through the night quietly. His eyes were open and he wasn't breathing. <gasps> As I sat up and leaned over, I noticed his eyes were ink black <gasps> and bulging out of their sockets slightly and I screamed. Uh, as I did so, his mouth opened slowly as though to absorb the sound and his eyes bulged, growing darker and more glass-like. I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I was stuck and felt ice-cold terror fully engulf me as I realized that this thing wasn't my son and it was not human. (gasps) Then I sat bolt upright in bed, for real this time sobbing heavily and the sunlight was the same as the nightmare i spun to look at him my heart pounding his breathing was deep and even his eyes were closed and his face was relaxed peacefully i felt (sighs) sick shaking and wiping away tears i pried open each eye gently (laughs) and they were normal (laughs) i like how there's i'm sure there's a gentle no gentle way to do that so i would have done the um, same thing though i would have yeah no totally like give me your fucking eyes i gotta say probably not very gently on my part i would have been like (laughs) hang on i watched him sleep for about 10 minutes checked his eyes again and went to make tea okay we all need that we need us to sip something after that right i mean how do you even fall asleep after that I was convinced that I was hallucinating. My friend Jake was awake and he and we both acknowledged that we had trouble sleeping, probably because of the altitude change or the snow without elaborating any further. I did not tell anyone about my nightmare. We had one more night in the cabin and I tried to stay awake so I'd uh, be so tired that I wouldn't dream. I put my son in his playpen to sleep and then hung out in the living room with my friends until close to two in the morning, checking on my son constantly. I figured that it was nerves from my first time out and about as a single mom. And when I went into the bedroom to sleep, something felt menacing in the corner with shadows advancing on his playpen in the shifting moonlight. I scooped him up and held him tightly on my chest and tried to fall asleep. The next morning at breakfast, my friend Derek told me that he didn't really appreciate me letting my son wander around upstairs at night in his nightgown. Stop it. When he had a bathroom down, when we had a bathroom downstairs. Okay, so remember, the baby is held to her chest, and also, uh, this baby does not have a nightgown. Only had not have like a Victorian nightgown. Got it. Legged silhouettes. Let's remember. Legged silhouettes. Legged silhouette. I remember that I I knew he was with me the whole night, and I was feeling extra jumpy. at that point, my sister and another friend who was sleeping in another upstairs bedroom mentioned that when we were trying to fall asleep both nights, every time they closed their eyes, they would see two little curly-haired blonde girls in vintage 1800s dresses with oh. ink-black eyes running towards their room. Stop. Goodbye. Why did you? Why is this when you tell everyone that? Why did you not mention that the second it happened? Oh, Emma and I would have been like, "Wake up, everybody! That's, wake up!" That's where Tea you hear time. That's the squawk. That's when you hear the squawk. That's my squawk. <laughs> that's both of our squawking. I'm like, no, no, no! I'm not going to wait two nights of that. 
Okay. You're just like stirring your teacup really loudly. Like, oops, did I wake you? I have a story to tell. I just be going clang, clang, clang on an empty cup. (laughs) Time to wake up. Okay. So in case you missed that, uh, Noelle's friends were seeing two Victorian girls running at them both nights. When the girls' hands enclosed... Oh, my God. When the girls' hands enclosed around their throats and began to squeeze, they would wake up. Okay. So not only were they running at you, they were literally choking you. And and, they had black eyes. And they had ink black eyes. Okay. So apparently they also had the same curls and the same dress as described. My sister also woke up around 3 a.m. both nights. Her throat was dry and scratchy, but too nervous to get out of bed. So that freaks me out because every time I wake up with a sore throat now, I'm going to think they were black eyed children grabbing my neck. <laughs> Great. Not like the uh, the entire state of California is on fire, but like maybe there's a <laughs> right. black eyed Victorian Chris- child. In Christine's officially going to get a text from me every time I wake up with a sore throat now. <laughs> so uh, every night. Every night. <laughs> Turns out four of the six of us had seen or experienced the black-eyed children, and Derek, the fourth one, who was sleeping in an additional bedroom, had seen the shadow in the hall around 3 (sighs) a.m. At that point, it was time to go anyways. Uh, Yeah, it was certainly time to go, even if it wasn't already time to go. (laughs) We collected our things, going upstairs in pairs and triple-checking everything. A year later, we tried to drive by the cabin but couldn't find it even though I know we were on a specific street. We Ew. rented it on Air- on Airbnb, but the listing doesn't show my in my account history. What? We occasionally we'll ask each other about that weekend, but no one has any explanation. Thank you so much for all of your storytelling. If you read this on the show, know that I'm squealing excitedly and sorry it was so long. Christine, I hope that you enjoyed it. Em, you killed it. Oh, thank, Jesus. Thank you. Wow. Fun fact, y'all have become a fixture in our house and have made it have made your way into my work. I even made a special jewelry collection in honor of the show called Team Spirit. Stop it. Oh, my gosh, because I can't pick between ghosts and wine. I hope that you get back on the road again soon and I get to say hello fresh in person. Fondly, Noel. Noel, oh, my goodness. that You're squealing. We're squawking. There's a lot of noise. A lot of birds happening. when there's a no lot birds of bird. at all. Well, today, also, when we got on Zoom, Eva was like, there's a murder of crows outside my apartment. And I was Ugh. like, can you stop? Like, this is terrifying. I'm alone in my haunted house. Um, also, I didn't even get to add this. Um, okay, sorry. Couple things. First thing is Derek's kind of an asshole. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, Derek's I'm sure he's a sure. great friend, but like to be like, hey, I didn't appreciate I don't appreciate that. your child. Like, Derek clearly house. is not a parent. <laughs> Derek and certainly doesn't want to be, which is like, right. Okay. <laughs> I listen. I get it, but uh, look, I, feel I like I don't want to be a parent, but I I know better than to like tell someone like, hey, your kid can't do this or that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, uh, okay, I'm gonna bring an extra pillow to muffle the sounds of your child running around. But also, yeah, now I know to do that no matter what because the running around I might hear is ghost or a black eyed children running at yeah, me. Yeah, there's it's hard to win in this scenario, but yeah, I I uh, I mean, listen, I feel like as two year olds, Emma and I probably would have been you know running around aimlessly, and it's not really our parents' fault. It's kind of like. You know, I'm surprised I didn't set things on fire at two just by accident, just running I I, and bumping into things. I once set my windowsill on fire, but I was like 15, so that doesn't really count. But anyway, <laughs> I don't. I, I think at two, I was only damaging myself because I was just running face first into walls and shit. Definitely so. a lot of like mantle injuries, yeah, fireplace yeah, yeah. injuries. 
Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's gonna smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. Anyway, um, I have a story here. This is from Lindsay. She, her pronouns. Thank you, Lindsay. And the subject is just one more time. Mm, uh oh. Hi, Eva, M. Christine, Geo, Junie, and scary ass fruit demons. So my neighborhood in Baltimore is famous for Halloween. Kids literally come from all over because the close proximity of row homes think townhouses with a much cooler name. Yeah, really. <laughs> and the awesomeness of the residents mean they can collect a huge haul of candy. Hmm. Supervising adults also carry around glasses of wine. Okay, well. Wait a minute. So we're going to Baltimore. I think Got it. Maybe that's the real reason. All the parents are like, don't you remember that great neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> Hop in the car. And the adults handing out candy on the porches are usually down to replenish the supply from the bottle slash cooler that's sitting on the porch. Oh, yeah. Clearly team wine here. The first year I owned my house, I was sitting outside handing out candy with my cat, Minnie, who was on a leash. Oh, they're <laughs> so cute. There are kids and parents everywhere because it's the height of trick-or-treating, but all of a sudden there's just this random woman standing in my front lawn without a child staring at the house. Hmm. 
I ask if I can help her and she tells me I used to live here. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to say next, but before I can think of an appropriate reply, she adds, yeah, I just got out of the ICU. They didn't think I'd make it. What? My grand- <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just, it's scary. So I don't know what <laughs> to do. I would be laughing if this person said it to my face because I'd be so uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I just got out of the ICU. They didn't think I'd make it. My granddaughter's down the street and I wanted to see this place. Goodbye. <laughs> at this point, she looked at me hopefully, clearly hoping to be invited in. As someone who, A, grew up with stranger danger warnings in the 80s, B, had almost been kidnapped two years before, and C, had a crap ton of laundry unfolded in the living room, I declined politely. What a roller coaster of a life this person has led. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. You just I like said how- so many things. I want other <laughs> I want other listener stories sent in about those things you just listed. <laughs> yeah, you just gave us A through Z. I would like A through Z. Z yeah, yeah, yeah. Um also I just love that like the culmination of it is laundry which like in my mind I'd be like, yeah, maybe she's a murderer, but also like my house is so messy right now. Yeah, <laughs> Can you come totally- back where like when like the crime reporters take pictures of this place it looks spotless? That be Yeah, 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 make sure great. you vacuum first. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm the exact same way. Had I known about the black-eyed kids at that point, thanks M for giving me yet another reason not to let randos into my house, it would have been a lot less polite. Mm. All of a sudden, Minnie, the cat, who'd been completely chill about the kids wandering up to the porch at this point, appeared to notice the woman and freaked out. Uh-oh. I looked down to quiet her, and this is where things got weird. I only looked down for about 10 seconds, but when I looked back up, the woman was gone. I ran down to the sidewalk and looked both directions, and she wasn't walking away. Keep in mind, she had just gotten out of the ICU, okay. as I guess she just totally announced to everybody. Yeah, very, very vaguely also. <laughs> very without, vague. Without any information. It's like very specific and yet very vague at the same time. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm assuming this person is not alive, by the way. Like, I assume yeah, this person assuming must the be worst. a ghost. Yeah. Something bad is happening. Between that and navigating the crowd of trick-or-treaters, she should have been moving slowly enough for me to have at least seen a retreating figure. But no, nothing. When I got back to my porch, I looked over at my neighbors and asked if they'd seen where she'd gone. They told me while they'd seen me clearly having a conversation, they hadn't seen who I was talking with. Okay, goodbye. <gasps> okay. Also, Goose cam. And also the fact that the last thing that that woman said was like, I didn't know if I'd make it out. Well... I got Woof. news for you. I don't think I you th- did. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that, M. Yeah. So, like, oh, so she, like, died and then, like, came back to see her house one last time. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Um, okay. This is the last line. I don't doubt her granddaughter was trick-or-treating down the street. I just don't think she'd made it out of the ICU after all. Yep. <gasps> oh goose cam Lindsay. okay also like sucks for you that you just moved into this house and now your neighbors are like good the lady next door talks to random people <laughs> well, first and her of all, cat's on a leash i was gonna say i was gonna say the cat thing of like okay well you didn't start hot with the fact that like yeah. you were the one with like a public cat outdoor cat someone who puts my public cat on a leash i know that <laughs> it, you don't always get the best reaction from neighbors but yeah, and now also you talk to yourself and now you're like, have you seen the woman from the ICU? Like you've <laughs> lost all shots of like of making friends. Can you friends. imagine you're standing there with your cat on a leash and you're like, actually, I haven't folded the laundry yet. And they're like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> also, I've been, ki- I've almost been kidnapped twice and they're like, oh, right. this person's got to go. 
Oh my oh goodness. Oh my god. And then being like, Minnie, be quiet. You're, and they're like, oh my god, nobody. Is you're there. definitely okay. the enigma of the of the suburban, the suburban home. Okay. So if the we row were your neighbors, the row homes, that's what it was. The row the homes. The row homes. If we were your neighbors, we would be all over you all over this. Like we'd be on your side, don't worry. Oh, and we are on your side. Yeah. Well, we for sure would have been there because there was wine being offered on well, porches. True. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next story. First of all, thank you for that. Thank you, Lindsay. Also, sorry. I hope you made a friend. <laughs> also, sorry we're laughing at your story. It's terrifying. I, I hope that HOA like got you <laughs> a connection to somebody's. Okay. Oh, my God. This is uh, a story from Natalia, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the story uh, subject line is, again, encounter with a black-eyed kid. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. So. Yeah. This is a very specific theme. Uh, hello, and that's why we drink team. I've never had a story to write in before, but last night I had the most wild dream and I had to share. So I had a dream that I was being chased in an old abandoned apartment building. And at this point, I wasn't sure that what was, I wasn't sure what was chasing me, but I knew that if it had caught me, I would be in trouble. Um, I would also feel that way. I didn't have the guts to look back because I was too scared. My heart was racing and my hands were sweaty and I was running up an empty stairwell. The stairwell was dark and cold with all cement walls as most creepy stairwells are. And the stairs were spiraling up and I finally made it to a dark gray door. I pushed it open and entered a long, once again, dark hallway and I started frantically trying to open all the doors and I finally found one that was open. I entered and locked the door behind me. I was in a tiny room, once again, gray, with one light in the middle on and a single chair. <laughs> so, like, it inter- <laughs> looks like an interrogation room in my mind. Um, at, all of the sudden, I hear footsteps, and I turn to look back to the door, and I place my hands on the door, trying to keep it shut. And suddenly, it starts violently banging, and I hear a sickly, sweet voice say, let me in, please. Oh, God. I don't respond, but jump back in horror as I see the lock to the door slowly twist open and suddenly <gasps> this door slams open. <gasps> Running towards me with a butcher knife Oh no! is the most horrifying child I have ever seen. The child was all gray and wearing all dark old timey looking pants and shirt. He looks like a photo you'd see of a farm boy from ages ago. Uh, but the worst part was when he had these giant eyes that were like pools of black, like nothing I'd ever <sighs> seen before. I was screaming so loudly as this kid was stabbing me <gasps> that I woke up with my boyfriend who proceeded to wake me up. Thank God. When I woke up, I heard a distinctive childlike voice, the same as before. And uh, I heard it whisper, gotcha. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Ever since the dream, my head has been spinning. I never had a headache like this. I can't focus on anything because it's spinning so much. And whenever I stand up, I feel like I'm going to faint. I was also puking all night after this dream. And it's even it's evening now, but I don't know how I'll go to sleep tonight because I'm too scared he'll come back. I'm scared I'm going. (laughs) I'm scared that I'm going to die. As a side note. I love the show and all that you do. Thank you for creating a community of people who share such unique interests. Okay, you're welcome, Natalia. Oh my God. Are you okay? Can you please tell us that you're okay? Are you alive? 
Can you Skype oh. me real quick? I need to make sure you're all right. Natalia. I, I don't even know. This is horrible. That's horrible. Thank all of you. Bad. We never really re- read letters that say like, oh, this happened last night. That's true. Very timely. Well, and I will say too, Eva, when she was telling us about the stories was like, yeah, I had nightmares all night. So like, clearly this is yeah, <laughs> spreading. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, thank you for your story. And I hope you are okay. I do as well. Um, please let us know because that is terrifying. Um, ew, gotcha. That's, I mean, ugh, horrible. I hate that. I hate that very much. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. I feel like I keep interrupting. But one final thing is that while one final thing, lol. Right. One additional thing is that while I was printing these out, I was texting you guys, but my printer just like fucking. So I printed out all the ads in a row. Fine. No problem. Printed out a different paper. No problem. I tried to print out the first Black Eyed Kid story and the printer just like completely lost its mind. Oh. And it's brand new and it started flashing and then it was like error, error. And I, I could not figure out what was wrong with it. Oh, um, no. So, and it, it wouldn't turn off. I had to unplug it because it, like, wouldn't turn off. So, apparently, these are just all very cursed stories. So, thanks, everybody. Excellent. For that. Can't wait thanks to drive that. home after this. I know. Okay. Be careful, please. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink daylight saving time is starting up again it may feel like there are more hours in the day but if you're hiring it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner there's only one way to do that zip recruiter right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com drink ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, so this is a story from Allison. She, her pronouns. Thank you, Allison. And the subject is Black Eyed Kids and My New Ring Doorbell. Oh, <sighs> I don't like that. Let's Me? see. 
what's Nada. gonna happen okay hello to eva lemon avocado okay good order already avocado. <laughs> fucking avocado i totally forgot about him i didn't oh hello to eva lemon avocado geo juniper christine and em in no specific order okay uh-huh first may i suggest someone somehow what first may i suggest someone somehow get you guys a petrified vegetable in the spirit of inclusivity oh do you want one uh it depends on the vegetable okay what's like the unacceptable one versus the acceptable one uh i would like i want to i want one that's um like a squash or something like something that's okay, got a so funny sound to it you want like a dead pumpkin okay got yeah. it yeah Okay, don't actually mail us dead pumpkin, dead vegetables, please, because then we're going to get kicked out of our mail. Like our There's going to be so many rotten foods in our P.O. box. But in, yeah, they're never going to let us come fun back. fun creativity world, I would like one that, that warrants a lot of fun nicknames from it. You know, like a fun name. Sure. The end. Sure. That's all. It okay, doesn't matter. It. it doesn't matter. But I, I approve of the inclusivity. That's, a, that's true. It actually ma- it matters quite a bit. But please yeah. don't send us dead fruit or dead food because... Um, our P.O. box end. will uh, evict yeah. us. So Yeah, yeah. We've worked really hard to get them to like us, and it's going to end poorly that way. Yes. We already get enough weird shit in the mail that they're, like, really questioning. It's true. Us. The The guy there has now officially knows my name because of the weird things that he's had to hand me. And he's like... Yeah. Uh, the, the two times ago that I picked up mail for us was the time where he knew my name without me having to say it. And he went, M, right? And I went, yep. And he went, and he goes, and he thank went, God. He went, the podcast, right? And I went, yep. And he went, yeah, I've got some weird stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, here are some teeth. Yep. That is not a joke. We received teeth. Okay. Anyway, Empire, Christine Chapel, and the boozers and shakers all over the world, you know what to do. Oh, is that send us vegetables? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now to the good stuff. I have a spoopy story to tell you guys about my first experience with black-eyed kids. Here goes. Your first? Jesus. Yeah, I know. I didn't like that adjective either. Ugh, okay. I had just listened to the episode about the black-eyed kids, and though I knew about their existence beforehand, the stories and hearing Christine's reactions sent me over the edge into, okay, I'm thir- thoroughly terrified of this now territory. So anyway, I listened to that episode in my car alone at night around 2.30 a.m. coming home from work. I work in a veterinary emergency clinic, so hours are long and random. Mm. That, that was my first mistake. The second mistake was apparently trying to fall asleep in my own home after listening to those stories. At exactly 3.33 a.m., cue oh. collective, of course, from those with paranormal experience. Yep. Yes, witching hour. <laughs> At exactly 3.33 a.m., our doorbell rang. Ugh. <gasps> First of all, if a doorbell is ringing past, like, 10 o'clock, from, like, 10 o'clock to, like, 9 a.m., yeah, like, those, like, 11, 12 hours, you just shouldn't even answer your door because it's a Something's serial killer. Wrong. It's not good. Yeah. Unless it's, it's Postmates, unless it's, like, food. It's okay. That's true. <laughs> but I usually just tell them to leave it at the door and not ring the doorbell because yep. of my dog. So if someone's ringing the door, I'm like, you, something's very wrong. Okay. She says, there are a few reasons this is weird. One, it was 3.33 in the morning. Two, the doorbell rang, but the motion-activated light on our porch did not turn on. Good night. And three, our doorbell has been broken since we moved in three years ago. Sayonara. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. 
So my fiance clinks engagement ring against glass and offers some advertisement <laughs> for the Zola app. Thousand, <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. Springs out of bed and runs to the door. I threw on some real pants <laughs> and cautiously followed him into the hallway. I watched him hesitate before peering out the peephole. Then he held there for about a minute before jogging up the stairs to look out the second floor window, then book it to the living room to look out the back windows, then check every door and window in our house to make sure they were locked. Ugh. After a long wait, I finally got up the courage to ask what he had seen. This was my third mistake. Oh, God. Okay. I'm glad you're <laughs> keeping you tabs, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> my totally rational, serious, logical, adult, male fiancé with whom I have investigated multiple haunted locations without so much as a word about a sighting, who humors me by letting me listen to the podcast while doing daily chores but doesn't listen on his own time, looks me in the eyes and says, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, I saw something and I don't know what it was. Ooh. This is not a sentence I expected to hear. Not from him. Quote, it seemed like nobody was there, but I waited a long time. And then suddenly someone walked away. I didn't see them walk up. They weren't standing there, but I definitely saw them leave. See, this is Ugh. the only time, though, where I would assume it was a murderer before a ghost. Is if someone was at my door waiting for me to answer. I'd yeah. be like, okay, this is the strangers come to life. This is my worst nightmare. Well, I felt that way until your episode on Black Eyed Kids. And then I was, was like, it's a 50-50 toss-up. <laughs> like, it's either... Realistically, it could be anything at this point. Right. Like, either I've become Tamara or there's a Black Eyed Kid <laughs> standing on my doorstep. <sighs> oh, Okay. So she says, so the way our porch is set up, there's nowhere to stand that isn't seen via the people. If you were truly desperate, you could press yourself up against the door itself like full body press and maybe we wouldn't see you. But this person, question mark, maybe person, walked out of the frame like nothing happened. Well, that's not great. I managed. <laughs> that's that's wow. true. At least there was only one of them. No such luck. Mistake number four had just been made. He tells me no. That the first person walked out onto the sidewalk where a younger kid was walking, met up with each other in perfect sync without either kid having to speed up or slow down to meet the other one. Ooh. And then they straight up disappeared. Good night. That's <gasps> I have goose cam. Horrifically horrible. I have mega goose cam. The way he said it to me was this. They like ran right into each other and I lost them. Like lost them. Like they weren't visible anymore oh. i asked what they looked like keep in mind he has no knowledge of black eyed kids and still doesn't according to him they were teenagers one much older than the other wearing matching jeans and hooded jackets opened with white or light gray sweatshirts underneath they didn't have the hoods up and they didn't have sharp bangs but he told me for some reason he couldn't remember their faces I didn't prompt him. He just described them calmly, got a weird look on his face like he was trying to figure something out, then told me, for some reason, I can't remember what their eyes looked like. I could describe the face, but no eyes. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm Good scared. Goodbye. So I, <laughs> oh my God. So I went back to bed and bong ripped some sage and cried for the rest of my life. <laughs> we yep. haven't gotten that one in a while. Yep. 
The end. Hope it was as spoopy for you guys as it was for me. Thanks for everything. You all work so hard to make this podcast amazing. Can't wait to see you guys. If you come back to Charleston, South Carolina, Allison. Oh wow. Gosh. So that's so interesting. And I wonder if like, this is when I hear about aliens or black eyed kids that I get really scared because I think, is it one of those scenarios where when you know about it, that like, it's more likely to happen to you? Do you know what I mean? I guess so. Because I feel like I hear these stories where people are like, I had just learned about black eyed kids. And then like a month later, this thing, crazy thing happened to me. Look, I'm just hoping that it never happens to me, especially. Well, like, yeah. Well, especially like to I, I live with someone who's also like usually pretty skeptical and like so do you. So for them to have the reaction versus the believer is what's yeah. scarier because it's like, oh, OK, so like I we both know between the two of us, I'm the one who would make something up like this. Exactly. Like, or like exaggerate or like, or not even exaggerate, but just like believe that it was something. I'd be quicker paranormal. to assume it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, yeah, no, same here. And I've honestly in the past, like begged Blaze not to open doors, like in hotels and stuff. When someone, this happened on our trip, we were staying at this motel, like in the middle of Missouri, nowhere. And um, the someone was banging on the door and it was a real person. It was not a black eyed kid. But I was like, don't answer the door. It's two in the morning. No, there's no good reason some random man is banging on our door. Like, yeah, there's no reason. What good could come of this? Right. So anyway, I feel like you and I are more like get away from the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's either they a serial killer or a black eyed kid. They don't need to know I'm here. Exactly. No. Nope. Um, hmm. OK, well, good luck to you. I hope when you said that was your first encounter, you meant last. Um, yes, I do, too. Yikes. Okay, so this is the this is our next story. This is from Costanza, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is the crone. Oh my gosh, you have Natalia, Noel, and Costanza. What a beautiful like I've trio got a, of like a real gamut of names here. It sounds like a Christmas trio. It sounds like a st- like a story about magical people who are going to do something pretty spectacular on a holiday only. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You get ha- it. By, by Hallmark channel. By Hallmark only. By only Hallmark. Maybe ABC Family. I'm sorry. Freeform. I almost, I was like, I'm okay. going to slap you through this camera. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the story. Hello, M, Christine, Eva, Gio, Juniper, and everyone else. I'm Costanza from Argentina. I found out about your podcast while, uh, when you were guests on Self Helpless. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That was recent. Wow. Well, if you, uh, if you, for those who don't know, we recently guested on the show Self Helpless and it was very fun. Oh, it was and, so much fun. Uh, go check it out. Um, since then, I've been listening to you guys nonstop and I have to say you're amazing. Oh my. I love your listener stories, so I thought I'd contribute with my brother's story. I would really like to hear your thoughts on this one. What do you think was going on? Here Mm. we go. I initially came to La Plata, Buenos Aires, for college. Uh, I was broke, so I needed to find a cheap place to live. I found this spacious room in an old three-bed house for very cheap and immediately moved in with my cat named Kobu. Oh, uh the other two rooms were rented by older people so the place was really quiet or so i thought 
I invited a few friends to see my new place. They took a look around and saw the really beat up furniture, especially a wardrobe that had seen better days and had what looked like children's drawings all over the doors. No, thanks. My friends used to tease me that an old woman had probably died in that room and that the old crone's spirit would come back and kill me. What a fun joke. Ha 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 ha. Your friends sound hilarious. <laughs> we were joking at the time. I had no idea so many things were going to happen in that place that those occurrences would be the reason I'd move out the following year. Oh, boy. Everything was going well at first until I started to notice some odd things were happening. It started innocently enough, like I'd take a shower and put my things back in the wardrobe in a certain order, flip-flops, towel, and soap. And when I'd open the wardrobe later, they'd be in completely different order. Soap, flip-flops, towel. Ooh. Huh, right, so things, like are, that. things are moving around without you knowing. Without yeah, you that's, doing fr- it. that's freaky. I would hear strange sounds all the time, like, oh, like metallic crickets. Ugh. I don't know what that means, but I hate it. It sounds like the grudge, like uh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. That's just what I think of. All kinds of bugs started appearing everywhere. Lots of spiders, cockroaches, and even rare long-legged centipedes. (gasps) Goodbye. You had me at cockroaches. That's already a nightmare. I had no idea where they were coming from, but they'd all go to the same spot in my room, a corner right next to my bed. (gasps) First of all, move your fucking bed because like- Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I'm not sleeping safely anymore when I know that. It's also no longer your bedroom. It's now their exactly. bedroom. If you know exactly <laughs> the corner they're going to, put your bed somewhere else. So this is a problem. Uh, there was a big carpet covering most of the floor, so I decided to pull it off to see what was so interesting about that corner oh, no. of the room. There oh, was... No. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you want to guess what it was? Is it a fucking dead crone? Mm, almost. An eyeball? There was <laughs> a, a... dead rat. There was a human-sized brownish stain on the floor (gasps) so it was decomp oh no which was creepy but i still didn't think much of it i just sleep with a bottle of bug spray next to my bed to fight off all the bugs oh my god is that not the most like remember when 20s remember when i got polter groped and then deirdre moved out and there was a decomp stain right under where i was sleeping that's right good night okay eventually things got worse well kel surprise (laughs) um One one day I was on my computer sitting on a chair looking out my window into the patio and the patio connected to all three rooms. I could see my neighbor sweeping outside and later heard her door shut when she went back into her room. I kept doing what I was doing until I saw a very tall black figure from the corner of my eye. It went past my window and kept going in the direction of the sweeping lady's door. I kept expecting to hear the door open and shut, but the sound never came. When I looked over, there was no one there. Great. So now you're seeing people on the patio. Good. One night I was sleeping in my bed and felt chills down my spine and behind my ear. A voice whispered something to me that I didn't understand. It sounded like deep moth in English. Uh, When I opened my eyes, I saw a black shadow filtering through the boards of the ceiling and disappearing. (gasps) So it was like evaporating away or climbing through your ceiling boards after whispering in your ear my cat would get very upset every time something happened and one time i saw him getting scared and going to hide under the wardrobe so i decided to take a picture something white and blurry appeared in the photo and when i Mm -hmm. saw it i sat up on the bed put my feet on the floor to get up and at that moment i saw something the size of a fox darting through my legs and running out of the room stop 
From then on, I started texting my friends every time something strange occurred, just in case something happened to me. Uh, someone would know what was going on. Oh, no. Things started happening more and more often. I felt my mood change. I was very angry all the time for no apparent reason, which was not normal for me. I kept having dreams that I was trying to escape that room and something wouldn't let me. It would just pull me back in. I started having violent thoughts. I would lose my temper with my cat and I thought of hurting him until I'd (gasps) shake. Oh, sorry. Until I'd shake that off. Sorry. So I I had thoughts of hurting him until I would shake it off horrified of what was going through my head because I love my cat so much. I love him as much as you guys love Gio. I would never hurt him in a million years. So why was I having these thoughts? Oh no. I would shout at the neighbor. I would shout at my neighbor for things that were not that big of a deal. I just felt rage all the time. It was awful. So (gasps) we're implying a little possession here. I assume. Uh Right. Or an attachment, an attachment of sorts that could lead to possession. Something bad, I guess, is how I would put it. Something dark is with you. Something not great. I decided to leave that place as soon as I could. A week before I moved out, I was sleeping in my bed and something uh, woke me at 3.36 a.m. Uh-oh. Um, I woke up because I heard a scream and I texted my friend to keep him updated and I went back to bed. An hour later, I was woken up by the same scream, but this time it was coming from right beside my bed. I opened my eyes and wanted to get up, but I couldn't. I was experiencing sleep paralysis. Mm. I saw something come out from the side corner of my bed, and it grabbed my neck with one (gasps) hand and pushed my shoulder with the other to keep me in bed. Oh, no. The only thing that occurred to me was to fight it with my will to live. I couldn't see it, but I felt it. I kept thinking over and over, I want to live. Finally... The thing went away and I could move again. And I got up to text my friend to tell him everything and noticed it was 4.36 a.m., exactly an hour since I'd woken up to the first scream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. After I moved away, things went back to normal. I was finally myself again. I started to investigate who lived in that room and started to ask around. And I found out a man lived there for 12 years. At first, he was a kind, polite man. But by the time he moved out, he was filled with hatred. (gasps) Neighbors told me he'd bring odd people to the house all the time and that you could hear strange sounds coming from the room and sounded like some kind of chant. Oh, no. I didn't find out more. I just know that Kobu and I have a good life now away from whatever haunted that place. I'm sorry this was so long. More things happened, but I tried to stick to the most important ones. I'd like to hear your thoughts on a completely different matter. I'll be moving to the U.S. for grad school, so I hope I can catch one of your live shows. Yay! Cheers, Costanza. Wow. 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 Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got out of there. That Did did Costanza give their pronouns? I forget. She, her. She, her. I love that she's like... um, (laughs) <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. It's like we inserted them throughout the entire Those were story. our thoughts. Just holy <laughs> yeah. shit was our thought. A lot of squawking. Um, I, wow. I mean, okay, wait. I have a guess though. Do you think that the, remember when Eva said she searched a very specific phrase and then regretted it? Do you think it was 3 a.m. maybe? Oh, maybe. I'm trying. She's pro- she's literally on the Because Black Eyed Kids wasn't in that phrase. Right, exactly. Huh, but I, wasn't I, don't know if, I don't know if the rest had 3 a.m. Probably not, but who knows. All I know um, is it was terrible, and uh, <laughs> I'm I don't envy that part of your life, Costanza. And no. also poor Kobu, because you know cats and an- and dogs can like all see more than we can. Poor animal. So bad for that cat, but I'm Ugh. glad you're both safe now. Me too. I mean, 
I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the moral of the story is I'm very glad you're you're out of there because yikes. Yikes. You you made a good yikes. call leaving. <laughs> Sorry. I wish we had more like intelligent, you know, help. I've got nothing you, left except ew. I hate it. And uh, I'm glad you're gone. I'm glad yeah, you're not get, there. Yeah. We got a good thanks. I hate it. We got a good um, love you mean it. <laughs> and good luck with that. Yes. Uh, but thank you for listening to our show. You know, it makes me wonder if she's like how far she is. Because what if she's like at the beginning and now, you know, in like a year is going to hear us read that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or uh, anyway. Okay. So this is a story from Emily. He's a she, her pronouns. Thank you, Emily. The subject is the church is the devil's playground when it's empty. My grandma. So that was a quote. (laughs) That was a quote. Your grandma said that? Okay. Your grandma, I would like to have a conversation with too. (laughs) I would like to watch (laughs) and have a conversation with your grandma and not be part of it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. So it says, quote, the church is the devil's playground when it's empty. End quote. My grandma. Good to know. Signed, grandma. Signed, XOXO grandma. LOL for (laughs) lots of love. Got it. LOL. Lilas. Okay. (laughs) So this says hello glorious human sweet creatures and dead produce Ooh. oh my gosh first and foremost i'm not against any religion that's a good start <laughs> way to let us know yeah yep i'm not against any religion there are good and bad religious people my family just happens to be on the shitty side of that line i, I think see. a lot of family yeah you can relate I, you're not alone in that yeah you're a lot alone. of people can relate to that i would agree so don't feel bad making fun. Oh, I see. So she's just giving us permission to yes, <laughs> make light of whatever's about to happen. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, boy. I grew up as the granddaughter, niece, and cousin of a shit ton of pastors. Oh. A good old-fashioned Southern Baptist family where everyone is either a pastor or married to one. Mm. Being a part of the church mob, I had some weird experiences growing up. My grandparents watched me for 90% of my childhood. Since my grandpa was a head pastor, he lived on the church grounds. Growing up, I spent an insane amount of time inside the dark, empty church. <sighs> Churches can be creepy in general, but it's a whole different ballgame when you're the only one in there at night. My grandma made it clear to me that the church wasn't a safe place when the congregation wasn't there. She would tell us about how the demons come out to play whenever it's empty. Oh God, thanks, grandma. I mean, wow, that's like setting you up for a lifetime of fear and Jeez, anxiety you just need a little whop a little worship and praise <laughs> worship and prayer. Yeah. yeah yeah we are praying oh my god okay that's what mega the podcast always says i'm not gonna steal that without credit okay she would tell us about how the demons come out to play whenever it's empty i spent so much time playing in the church during the day but i refused to go in alone at night unless i absolutely had to Sometimes I would have to go get my grandpa who happened to spend most of his time in the church or walking around the property. After dusk, entering the church felt like stepping into a nightmare. There were weird drafts you didn't notice during the day, unreal silence, shifting shadows and mirrors, and an overwhelming feeling that something was hovering right above and slightly behind me. I remember this feeling being so strong that I would take off running through the halls trying to find my grandpa. I'd call out his name and hear nothing in response. I would circle the church and find him in his office that had been dark during my first couple of laps around. Oh, boy. The halls resembled a ladder, two main halls running parallel with connecting hallways in between them. Oh, my gosh. When running through the halls, you could see a figure running in the hallway parallel to you. No, no. No, you can't. No, no, you couldn't. 
<laughs> you wrote that wrong. That's that didn't happen. No. False. <laughs> Couldn't have been. Ooh, okay. You could see a figure running in the hallway parallel to you when you passed by the connecting halls. That's heinous. I tried explaining this away as shadows when I was in my teens, but the lights were always off and it was close to pitch black. Nothing explicitly horrible happened to me when I was out there alone, but the feeling of dread was overwhelming. Growing up, I was never allowed to watch anything scary, creepy, or quote, of the devil. That's probably our podcast. So Harry included. Potter, got it. Harry Potter, Harry Potter and, and then that's why we drink. And then that's why we drink. Yeah. Oh my God. The next line is literally no Harry Potter for me. Yep. 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 (laughs) So I don't know where I could have come up with these feelings or thoughts. I had horrible night terrors growing up. All of them took me to the church at night. Every single one. Ew. In almost every nightmare, I was running through the church away from someone or something. Sometimes I could tell that I was someone else in the church and would end up witnessing some horrific scene or another. What haunted me would change, but it was always in the church. Bears, alligators, wolves, werewolves, shadows, and occasionally horrifying men with guns, drills, knives, or whatever fucked up thing my brain could come up with. Hmm. I also had several dreams that were calmer than normal where I would do something that would lead to my own death. No. I had dreams. Oh, my God. I had dreams of drinking bleach in the supply closet, drowning in the baptism tank, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What the burning fuck? myself on the furnace and crawling into a casket during a funeral and letting them bury me. Oh my god. Okay. Excuse Whoa. me? Holy this is like shit. Next level. Oh my god. Okay. What's next? I gotta I feel, know. I know, I feel <laughs> ill. Oh god. I've wow. also had a few other moments at other churches we've traveled to. The worst was when we stayed the night inside another church to avoid paying for a hotel room. Okay. That's, that's a very dad. That's a very dad thing that's to do. The, like that's if a dad and a pat like the only pastor dads get that right. Like ex- that special uh, that special stereotype of like yeah, it's like a Venn diagram of like dads and pastors, <laughs> and right in the middle is the sleeping in churches. Yeah, no Motel Eight tonight. Yeah. Folks. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was on a trip with only the guys from my family, so they made sure I had my own room to stay in. <sighs> So you, were al- so you were alone in a church at a night. A supply closet. Good night. Sorry. Where I you to- have also dreamed to like drink bleach and stuff. Gotcha. Yes. Wait, let me let me do the do the dramatic sentence again. Mm. I was on a trip with the with only the guys from my family, so they made sure I had my own room to stay in. A supply closet. They made me sleep on a folding table in a supply closet. Oh that's my God. just the, by the way, that's just dudes in general of like, oh, here's a great comfy bed for you alone. Here's a table that folds out and you're in a closet. Actually, yeah. that is the most Harry Potter thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, you didn't even know at the time, but <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard, actually. Did you know that? I mean, maybe. I had to crawl onto the table straight from the doorway because it took up the entire space. I cried the entire night because I could hear toys playing music in the nursery room next to the closet. Oh, my God. This is, like, really horrifying. I don't know if my fears were rational because everyone in my family told me I was imagining things, but my grandma always told me I was right to be afraid. She had cleaned the church on her own for over 40 years and knew what happened when the sun went down. That's a badass grandma who's like, I'll do this for four decades and just deal with it. Yeah, but also put it right on my ch- grandchild, right. my young, my young impressionable <laughs> grandchild. So, yeah, I guess that's fair. Mm. She cleaned up a lot of knocked over vases 
Do you say vase or vase? I always feel like an asshole when I say vase. Vases are from Walmart and vases are from Target. From the church. Okay, got it. So maybe this one's like a, it sounds like if if your room is a supply closet, you're allowed to say vase. Okay. I was going to say vase since it was inside a fancy church. Oh. Vase. You do whatever it feels right, because at this point, the story yeah. is really going downhill, so y- <laughs> you can call it anything you'd like. Oh, okay, good, because English is certainly not my first language. Okay. <laughs> she cleaned up a lot of knocked-over vases and mysterious stains. There were areas of the church she refused to go into. Those areas happened to be nightmare hotspots for me. Obviously, I can't go back in there. To this day, I won't go for more reasons than just the creepies. I don't believe in a lot of the things I was taught in that building, but I believe in the things that I felt. Mm. Thanks for reading my personal nightmares with love, Emily. Wow, that's Ooh. terrifying. Also, like to hear, imagine trying to fall asleep in a closet and there's toys in the other room that are playing themselves. No. I would have been like, I'm a boy tonight. I'm sleeping in the same space. Seriously, as that's so unfair. And also, like, I wonder if there was something about you, spe- I mean, not to like, I'm not victim blaming you, but I'm saying like, I wonder if there was something about you that just the the church or yeah, whatever was, it, was dark there was like not having it. Was with it you because you were alone or was it because you were more imaginative or was it because yeah. you were more open to that stuff? Or was be- it because you didn't read Harry Potter? Like there's so many <laughs> options. Or maybe you just like, you already knew that place was creepy as shit. And they were like, oh, you're aware. So let's mess with you. Yes. Maybe like she was onto something. I mean, who knows? But it sounds like some people just have that natural like. Sadly, a gift. attraction to demons. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, um, but yikes, that's terrifying. And I'm sorry that you had that experience because I think if I had dreams like that, I would be uh, I would a have lot had, more troubled. I, in today's world, I would have had my phone recording all night long just to get as many sounds as I could. But then, like maybe it would have turned off by itself. Maybe it would have had an Eva thing where it was flashing at three in the morning for no reason. Uh, yeah, good point. Good point. Poor Eva had to read all these alone and then sleep. <laughs> Well, and wake I don't know. Up at three a.m. I don't know if Eva slept entirely, but you know, Probably definitely stayed in a in a space by yourself. Oh, well, Oof. thank you, Eva, for finding these. Thank you for all of you who wrote in. Um, and these were perfectly terrifying. I hope everyone enjoyed their belated Halloween present from us. Yes, happy Halloween. Hope you were safe, and um, we're gonna, I guess, just keep spooky season going even through potato season. Even through potato season. So if maybe the next theme is potatoes. I don't know how that's going to be possible. But <laughs> if if you know a haunted potato out there, you get to us. Oh, uh, I need that. that remember <laughs> when we were talking about vegetables? If you have a vegetable, send me a haunted starch. I want a haunted <laughs> potato. Thank, please and thank you. Uh, if you do have stories, you can submit them to and that's why we drink.com. Um, if you have story suggestions, you could also send them there. If anything you need is on our website um, and our socials are ATWWD podcast. So. That's right. Thank you so much and uh, happy search season. <laughs> happy search season and <laughs> that's why we drink. Yay. Yay. Hey, mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. 
Visit caron.org slash lost.